0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about how you can up your Zoom game so you can stand out from your competitors and start closing more deals. Stick around. You're listening to Watch Time: Supercharged Video Marketing Tips for the savvy small business owner and the modern mid-market professional, with Flex Media's Kathy Zip and Bill Barona. Welcome back to another episode of Watch Time. I'm your host, Bill Barona. And I'm going to be flying solo on today's episode. As you know, if you listen to the podcast, we often do this where I'll jump on and do an episode. And Kathy's been swamped with a lot of work lately. And I figured I would take the lead and do today's episode. So I really want to talk to you today about Zoom. And I'm sure many of you know what I'm talking about when I say Zoom. What absolutely amazes me is how few people probably would have known what I was talking about last year. Pre COVID. And I can honestly tell you that as a video marketer and an owner of a video marketing company, I'm one of those people. I rarely used Zoom. I mean, I knew what it was, but it just wasn't something that I was using daily. And ever since COVID hit, so many people have been finding ways to work remotely. And I know I don't have to tell you that because I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've probably already had three or four Zoom meetings today. But What's interesting is though so many people have been using this through the pandemic, people really haven't been focusing on ways to stand out using Zoom. They're just jumping on whatever wherever it may be. Maybe it's you know some cluttered office at their house, maybe they found a little corner to work in. and it's almost like it's kind of a way for people to feel excused from having to worry about anything outside of their You know, zoom meeting. I'm on a zoom meeting. I'm at home. People understand. Well, I just want to throw some stats out there at you because I was absolutely blown away last week. I was watching Hootsuite's Q3 report and uh, they were going through all the different stats and where social media is. And I'm going to tell you, it has been climbing, but... I'm not going to jump into Facebook or YouTube or anything like that. That is something that we will discuss on an upcoming episode and look at what this pandemic has done for social media stats. And it's just absolutely astounding how many people were looking for things to do and took social media. But what I found really interesting as part of Hootsuite's uh, Q3 report was they focused specifically on video conferencing platforms. So I actually have a slide here from the report. And they're reporting July 2020, Hootsuite is saying that the worldwide daily meeting participants for Zoom is 300 million people a day. Just take that in for a second. 300 million people a day are on Zoom, having meetings for work, doing business, maybe meeting with loved ones. That's just absolutely astounding. And that's one platform. So, not to ignore the other platforms, uh, Hootsuite also put Google Meet a hundred million people a day worldwide. Microsoft Teams seventy-five million people, Skype forty million people, and then Cisco Webex five hundred million people a month. I'm thinking they might not have had enough data to give you the daily. So. They were going monthly. But just looking at the daily data, if you look at Zoom, if you look at Google Meet, if you look at Microsoft Teams and Skype, you're talking about easily around 500 million people a day using these platforms and whatever Cisco has as well because we don't know. But that's just amazing when you think about that. Not to mention the fact that if any of you do listen to the podcast uh, Social Media Examiner or the... um, social media marketing podcast, you'll know that um, basically Facebook and Instagram have been jumping on this bandwagon too. They have updated Messenger, if you didn't know that, so you can actually have group meetings in Messenger, and they've also updated Instagram, so this way you can have your group meetings in Instagram. This is something they are working on during the pandemic. I don't know if this was something that was going to come about prior to the pandemic, um, or if this was kind of in response to, but that's just another platform. Now, granted, it's not a professional platform, but yet you still could meet with people on there if you had to. So where does that put us with this episode? Well, if everybody keeps jumping on, um, zoom and they're doing business on zoom and you, you know, yourself, you've probably had three or four meetings today. So how do you stand out in your zoom calls? Because really You know, everything really starts to mesh together. You know, you're meeting this morning, you're meeting this afternoon, you're meeting last week, everything is really just kind of flowing together. So, I've come up with a couple things that you can start doing today to really make a difference, to make yourself stand out, to make your Zoom calls or your Google Meet or Microsoft Teams, Skype, WebEx, name your platform, make those calls stand out so people remember you. There are three areas that we're going to discuss that you can start making changes to today so you can see better results. And those three areas are your lighting, your audio, and your background. I'm not even going to mention camera. I know a lot of people might be thinking, like, well, if I had a better camera. These are things that you can do with just the camera that you have on your computer or the webcam that you've had for the last couple of years These little things, believe it or not, will make a huge difference, and you don't have to run out and buy a new camera or buy special hardware to attach a pro camera to your computer. You will see results, and you'll be absolutely amazed. We've seen it with our clients. I'm telling you, this will blow your mind, but also, besides these three things, make sure to stick around to the end because I'm going to throw out a few more pro tips that have nothing to do with these three areas that can also help you up your game. So After you're already looking and sounding good, what else can you do to really take it to that next level? So let's jump in with lighting. So the first thing that I'm going to tell you that you're going to want to do is if you have no lights at all, if you say, I have no budget for a light, I don't want to buy lights, I don't have any lights at my home that I can use, use natural light. You have to have a window somewhere in your house. And I've seen people on Zoom calls with a window behind them, and you know who you are that have a window behind you. Do not do that. When I say use natural light and use a window, position that window in front of you not directly in front of you. Don't push your desk up against the window. Try and back it off from the window. You don't want all of that harsh light coming in. And you also want to be cognizant of what time of day you get light in that window as well because that's going to make a determination of how much light you're going to have hitting you. So if it's a really bright window, if the sun's shining in, you may want to maybe get some type of way to diffuse that light. I recommend buying some type of curtain. You don't want like a... um, you know, like one of those darkening curtains. I I use those to keep light out of my room so I can sleep in a little bit on days when I'm up working late at night. You want to use something that actually lets light come through it. Try and get something white. Don't get like a blue or a red because it will cast that color on you. Or another thing you can do is get like a white sheet or some type of sheet that's maybe cream colored um, that can let the light through as well, but also diffuse it. This way it's not as harsh because you don't want harsh light bright blinding light and shadows on your face. Shadows won't look good. Blinding light's gonna cause you to be squinting at the camera and too harsh of light is actually going to make you kind of look blown out on the camera like you're, you're just like getting hit with the full intensity of the sun. So if you have no lights, just use natural light. Find a way to use that creatively. And you don't have to be directly, directly in front of it. If it's positioned a little bit to the side of you, you know, maybe almost like if you're looking at, Your face being dead center, maybe slightly off to your right or slightly off to your left, that'll provide a little bit of depth as well because you'll have a little bit of shadow on your face, but it'll be able to show that you have depth in your shot. That's something that we use in lighting. Now, if you do have a little bit of a budget, I recommend buying a light. I have recommended this to clients, they've done it, they've been satisfied. Um, If you can only buy one light, I recommend buying. Uh, I believe it's called a Loom Cube Mini. Um, that's something you can pick up online. I think they're around $60, and it actually like suction cups onto the back of your laptop. Look for the one that's like a panel. They have one that's like a little tiny cube with one tiny light. I don't really like that one. I'm not a fan of that. It's too it's too direct of a, of a light. So you want the one that looks like a panel. It's got multiple LEDs. That one also, I believe, is bicolored, which is beneficial because... If you're using light that already exists in your room, like your overhead light, or maybe you're using light that's coming out of another room, like your kitchen, and it's casting you know some light to your left side or whatever, your right side, um, you can match that light by having a bicolored light. And it's also portable, which is unique for it, too, because you know right now, everything is working from home, and my thought is, and granted, this is just my opinion, but after COVID-19 and people start going back to the workplace more, you might have the freedom to start going to coffee shops and working from coffee shops, maybe working from the road or working on vacation. Uh, You might be able to take a meeting or something like that. So this is going to be something that you'll be able to take with you and be able to have some decent lighting. So that's one benefit to something like the Loom Cube Mini. Uh, Also on Amazon, they have a nice ring light that uh, actually clips onto your computer And it will go over your camera, and that'll cast some decent light. I don't have much experience with that, but I was checking out the pricing on that. That's around you know twenty dollars, twenty five dollars. If the sixty dollars for the Loom Cube is a lot to swallow, I would try going with something like that and just seeing what that does for you. You know, at twenty dollars, what's nice is if you don't like it, you can send it back to Amazon. You can try something else. But with Amazon, I'm never um, against off-brand things or things that aren't from you know. Uh, professional broadcast brands, but make sure you read the reviews because I, I think there are a lot of really good honest reviews out there from people um, that are using it in different situations. I try and find people that are like using it in my situation. And it gives me a better idea of whether or not this will apply to me. Now, if you can expand upon that, if you can buy more than one light, if you're like, hey, you know what, Bill, my budget's around $150, i I'm, I'm all in. I want to invest in this, which... I think, you know, $150 for good lighting. You got to think of it like this, you know, if you spend $150, I don't know what your sales are, I don't know what, you know, if you work for somebody what your commission is, if you own your own business, I don't know what a sale is to you, but if it makes you stand out one time and you because you stand out you can get that sale, is it worth that $150? I think it is. At least for me and what I do in video marketing. I have these Zoom setups that I'm talking to you about because I actually have this uh, two to three point lighting setup. I have it at my house. I have it at my office, at my desk there, and then I even have a mobile cart that I use for uh, sending videos and emails, and that has lighting on it because lighting is so important. Now, I know you're probably thinking, Bill, you're in video marketing. Of course, lighting is important, but the reason why lighting is so important to me is because I want to stand out to my customers, to my prospects. I want people... To remember me, oh, Bill, he sent me that video. He was—he looked great on camera. He sounded great. I get so many videos every day. People are have shadows on their faces. Their background is horrible. They can barely hear them, but I remember him. So think about that. Those things will help you stand out. So jumping back in and not getting too sidetracked, two to three-point lighting. So what I do, what I have sitting in front of me right now, I'm at my home setup. I have a light to my left and a light to my right. And the lights that I recommend for this is the Viltrox L132T. Uh, let me real quick before I keep going into these model numbers. I just envisioned somebody on the road trying to write this down. Um, these will be linked in the show notes on the show page. If you don't know, we are slowly moving every episode that we have been doing. We're giving it a web page and we're putting it on our website at um, watchtimepodcast.com. And you can go there and find this episode. And I will have a full list of the show notes with all of the links to everything I'm talking about. It's that important. I want you to be able to get to it. Um, these are not affiliate links. I want to make sure that's known right off the bat. I know a lot of people do affiliate links. We don't have an affiliate account with Amazon. So um, feel free to buy these from whoever you want. Um, if if you don't think if you think you can get a better price, go someplace else. But this Viltrox light. I really like these. I recommend these. Um, I first learned about these lights from Caleb Pike from DSLR Video Shooter. And uh, if you don't follow him on YouTube, check out his channel. Uh, It's very video technical. So don't be intimidated if you're not a big video person, but he does have a nice section on lighting. And he goes as far as creating uh, lighting videos on on a budget. You know, $150 light kit. uh, I believe he's got a $300 light kit and a $500 light kit. Um this is not from his $150 light kit. These lights are about $70 to $80 a piece, depending on where you buy them. Um, he reviewed this light and said it was nice and soft and gave off a decent amount of light, and that's why I went with it. And what's really great about these, similar to the Loom Cube, is they're bicolored. So basically you when I say bicolored, in case I just in case somebody doesn't know, because I know I mentioned it earlier, what a bicolored light is, is light has different um is measured in Kelvin. So it's measured in different Kelvin. So basically, your light outside is 5600 Kelvin. That's daylight. Then um, tungsten light or incandescent light is measured at 3200 Kelvin. So depending on if what your LED bulb is rated for, because LEDs are also, um, they have different Kelvin temperatures, you have to look and see, but these lights have the ability to move up and down the spectrum. So this way, no matter what the situation is, you can try and use existing light. I'm a huge fan of that because it really helps you, one, not have to buy as many lights, but two, it makes it so you don't have these difference in colors. And if you don't think that uh, there's a difference in color, you don't know what I'm talking about, buy one of these lights, set it up, try and sync it to your light in your house, look at what that looks like, and then turn it down to the other end of the spectrum and look at what that looks like. You'll have this blue cast or this orange cast on you. So these are really unique in that. These are also dimmable. So you can pump up more light on one side, you know, maybe less light on another. Maybe you don't need as much light because you have nice room light. So it really allows you to uh, move around with this. And um, maybe one day you move your office. Maybe one day you take these to work. So these are small enough where I wouldn't say they're portable to just throw in your laptop case, but they're portable enough that you could take them into work for the day or something like that. Uh, I also recommend with these you buy stands of some kind. I actually have two different stands. I have a normal light stand, which I think you could pick up for 20 bucks. It's a newer brand. And um, I also have a light stand that's an arm on my desk. And those are cool because you can kind of push the light out of the way. And you can bring it closer and you know move it further away depending on what you need to do. And um, it saves space because I don't have to have a light stand behind the desk. One wouldn't fit. That's why I bought this. Um, I can actually clamp it to the desk and then move it up and down. So there's a lot of great uses for it. Um, These lights also allow you to buy AC power adapters. And that's huge because you don't want to be charging batteries all the time. These lights, depending on where you buy them, do come with a battery and a charger. um, So that is a benefit. I'm not saying um, not to use those, but you will have to charge them every so often. I think that they're great to have because if you ever... Know, go on a trip or maybe you have to move this setup to another room and you don't can't access a plug you still have a way to power this light so that's one thing that's really unique about these um if you are still kind of unsure you're like i don't know you know if that's the right light for me i'm also going to link you to uh think media their youtube channel that's sean cannell's channel if you haven't checked his uh, channel out he does a lot of great stuff for people just trying to get into video entry level he does a phenomenal job, and he's got some great starter light kits. So I want to link you to those. That way you have some different options that you can look at. Okay, so moving out of lighting. So now we kind of we have our light set. We kind of know that we're no longer in the dark. We're, we're working on our lighting, and that's automatically already upped this a little bit because if you think about it, now you don't have this bright background, and you're dark. You have adequate light on your face. People can see you. Maybe you're lit a little more than your background. You know, now you pop a little bit more than your background. So now people can, you know, even if your camera's at a lower quality, people are able to see you a little bit better. So now the next thing, the other thing that really ruins video, um, and actually I probably should have started with this because this will ruin video more than lighting, and this is just as important as video, and that's your audio. So what I tell people when it comes to audio, especially with Zoom, any mic is better than no mic at all. So many people try and use their computer audio, their uh, computer mic that's built in, and it is just horrible. And you'll know when you're on that call because it echoes, it sounds bad, it cracks up. I mean, some computers have good, uh, good, decent mics. I wouldn't say they're better than having something else, but they're definitely better than others out there. So any mic is better than nothing. So I always tell people try and use your, uh, earbuds from your phone. Uh, like I have an iPhone. So your Apple, uh, iPhone earbuds, those are really great because they have a nice little microphone on them and they also uh, allow you to put headphones in, which are also great. I recommend using headphones, um, when you have an audio setup because it makes it so you don't have feedback coming out of your computer speakers into your mic. It doesn't disrupt anything. Um, it makes it nice and, uh, Uh, seamless in my opinion you don't have to worry about running into any issues Uh, another thing is if you have wireless uh, headphones so like for example i have uh, airpods from apple so you can use airpods you can use beats by dre uh you whatever headphones that you that have a mic that you feel comfortable using try that out i would almost recommend trying this before you even buy a mic because this may be a simple solution my AirPods, um they're great and if that works for you, they're portable and you have them and you know you don't have to buy something else. Yes, they stick out of your ear. That does look a little odd sometimes and I do get some looks when I do that, like in a pinch if I don't have my stuff with me, but it's definitely worth trying that first. Outside of that, if you're looking for a budget option, I would recommend a USB lavalier microphone. I would check Amazon. I don't have any uh, particular mic that I really like. I know a bunch of different people that have tried different mics and they've had good results. I would just say really check out those ratings. I always like to look at how many people have actually bought the mic versus you know the star rating because at least you know more people have kind of gone through and tried this. One thing that's nice about these is they're not horribly expensive. They're around $20 to $25. Sometimes you can get a deal and get uh, two for one, but uh, check those out. I would almost recommend, too, that if you end up getting a stationary mic, which we're going to talk about next, maybe picking up one of these USB lavaliers if you plan on doing some traveling or uh, taking your laptop around with you to go to coffee shops or things like that, and you want to have a mic because with this, you can roll it up and stick it in your laptop bag, and it's very portable. Uh, Another benefit to this is if you are using your computer If you're using Zoom to actually record videos, which is something we had talked about. I don't know if you listen to my video marketing quick tips or I mean watch them on social media, but we have talked about that. I think might do an episode on that coming up. That's one great thing about Zoom is you do have the power to record your videos and you can download the files and you can edit them. So this would be a great thing if you're gonna do something like that. Now, taking this a step further, um, if you really wanna up your game, I would recommend buying a professional or semi-pro microphone, so there's two different things to look at. Uh, I'm going to start with the one that I recommend over everything, and that is a cardioid microphone. You might have uh, heard of this called a stick mic before, and that's actually what we use on the podcast. I'm recording into a cardioid microphone right now, and um, I like this microphone because it picks up less room noise. So. I don't know if you can hear it you might be able to the air kicked on during this so you might hear it in the background but what's nice is you're not picking up all the ambient noise from around my house Um, mainly you're only hearing my voice because I'm so close to the microphone if I was to move away from the microphone you'd have a hard time hearing me I'm actually talking the opposite direction into the room right now so the microphone is to my left and then I come back and now here I am right in front of the microphone again This is a great way to minimize some room noise and then also provide a lot better audio value to people that you're talking to on Zoom. The microphone that I recommend is uh, the Audio-Technica AT2005 USB. I like it because it's USB and XLR. Uh, XLR is an audio cable that's used. uh, It's a professional audio cable. It's three pins. And um, you may never need this, but what I like about it is if you go to sell it, It'll have a little bit better resale value because you'll have people that maybe aren't buying this to use for their computer. They might be buying it to record something. So you have more buyers out there then. Uh, if you wanted to buy this microphone new, they're about $79 on b Photo and Video uh, or Amazon. The other thing that I recommend doing and how I actually buy a lot of these mics because we have so many people on the podcast. We were recording this live, so I bought a bunch of these mics so this way... Uh, We had enough for up to uh, five guests. I would recommend going on eBay. People sell these all the time. They might be at a premium right now. They weren't prior to the pandemic. I was picking these up for around $40 on eBay, which I didn't think was bad, and it was coming with USB mic. Some of them came with stands. Uh, Some of them came with XLR cables. So uh, there's definitely a lot of benefit to using eBay for something like this. Now, the other type of mic... I don't recommend it. I'm not gonna tell you don't get it. Uh, A lot of people use it and they love it. I just don't think it's the best option. And that's a studio condenser microphone. Now I'm sure there's somebody out there that is willing to argue this with me and uh, I'm not gonna argue it. I mean, you love it, that's great. If If you're listening and you love that type of mic, get it. I don't recommend it to my clients because with a studio condenser microphone, condenser mics pick up a lot of ambient room noise um they pick they have, their pickup patterns very different you don't actually have to be facing the mic which might be a good thing if you're somebody that's very animated and talk with your hands but you can control that believe me i talk with my hands still i'm doing it right now and um you can get around that but uh one of the most popular mics that i think get bought is the blue yeti and that's a uh, studio condenser microphone or just a condenser microphone i guess so if you look up a blue yeti or if you know what that is that's what i'm talking about just be very careful with these they do pick up a lot of other noises they're going to pick up uh, animals if you have animals in the house they could pick up kids if you have kids in the other room room echo is a big thing if you have a very echoey room um, hardwoods cause a lot of echo not a lot of furniture high ceilings things like that and then if you're in an apartment or even if you're like at an office space and you have loud neighbors that might pick that up as well. Really, they just pick up a lot of noises very easily. So I just recommend my clients not get them and just go with something like the cardioid mic because it just makes life a lot easier when it comes to your audio and people getting disrupted by what's going on around you. If you are going to buy a studio condenser microphone, the one that I recommend to my clients is uh, from Rode. They just came out that it's called the NT-USB Mini. It's gotten some really great reviews. I'm actually really impressed with it. I may pick one up at some point and test it out on the podcast and see how it sounds. And I might change my opinion on this, but the reviews have been astounding. Um, It's really small. What's great is it comes with its own stand and it's portable. Whereas the stick mic's a little harder to transport because you need a stand for it. So buying something like that, if you're looking for a mic that is very high end that you can also take with you, this might be the option for you. So I do have one pro tip with the audio, and that's really kind of goes back to even what I mentioned about the uh, lights earlier. Buy a microphone arm. So the the arms they have for lights are very similar to the microphone arm. Uh, It's a little different of a attachment, but if you buy a microphone arm, they're great. I have one. It's clipped to my desk. I push it away from me when I'm not recording the podcast. I pull it towards me when I am. Same thing for Zoom. I push it back. When I'm doing a Zoom call, I pull it into me, and I just have it slightly out of frame aimed towards my mouth. So this is something that's really worth getting. You can pick them up for $20. Um, you can get really expensive ones for $80 to $100. I'm sure there's even more expensive ones. Uh, it does reflect the build quality. I have a $20 one. It works for what I have to uh, use it for. but um, you know, It's not the best build quality, but I don't have problems with it. So, that's my pro tip with audio. Now, we've gone through the lighting. We've talked about making yourself look better. We've talked about audio and how important it is making yourself sound better and having that clear audio so people can understand you and they don't hear a bunch of echo and people in the background. So, now going to the backdrop. This is probably the one thing that really drives me crazy when I go onto a Zoom call. Um, and uh, it's basically just not having a clear background. Um, it really doesn't take a lot to clear out your background, which is actually the first tip I have for back backgrounds or backdrops, depending on how what you want to call them. Clear out the clutter, Just get rid of it. You know, you know that this is going to be where you're going to be doing your Zoom calls. So just find a dedicated corner or a dedicated spot in your house where you go, I mean, I don't care if you clutter everything else around you in front of you underneath your desk. It doesn't matter. Just clear out the background. And just make it look clean make it look clutter free it's at its most basic that's the number one thing you can do to really change things because there's nothing worse than being on a zoom call and like looking at people and seeing what's going on behind them and you're like what is that is that a book is that this morning's breakfast like do they go running i see the running shoes like so Don't have that stuff behind you. And it's crazy. Like it really is what people will put behind them and just not even think about it. So that's the one tip that I can tell you for backgrounds that you could do right now um, very easily. It's just clear that out. The next thing I'd recommend is like try hanging some art or something decorative that adds some color. Uh, It could be a picture, uh, whatever you think. We actually in my home studio, if you've watched the video marketing quick tip uh, series, we actually have some nice posters that, um, are hanging behind us and they, they get add a pop of color to me when I'm recording. And I took one of those and put it behind me for my zoom setup. So basically you see two of them when you watch the videos on LinkedIn, but you don't see, unless you're in a zoom call with me, the third one. And I threw that behind me just because it adds some color If you can read it, I don't think you can read it as well on these cameras, because I use my uh, laptop camera, but um, if you can read it, it looks looks good, it's motivational. So those are things to think about, adding some pops of color behind you that really just take it to another level. The other thing is lighting your background. So I know we talked about lighting you, your subject, but sometimes when you light your subject, you may not have a lot of light on your background still. So you may want to consider... Buying a really bright light for your background. I would recommend buying some type of softbox. I'm just going to basically refer you again to the Think Media link that I, I'm going to put in the show notes. Uh, Sean Cannell does a great job giving you different lights to use. I just recommend a softbox. He has a bunch of them, I believe, that you can choose from, and he reviews them. Just get something bright, shine it on the back uh, background, and uh, make it stand out because you don't want yourself to be bright. Now you have this dark background. And another thing you can do to kind of spice that up, like take it to another level, is try using a RGB light or some type of color light. So you can actually buy lights that are um, RGB lights off Amazon. Um, you can buy them from B&H Photo and Video. I think the brand is GBM, and uh, I think it's like $100 a light. And what an RGB light does is basically that. It allows you to change, uh, choose any color of the rainbow to put behind you, and it's, it's really cool. Um, if you don't want to spend $100, one hack to this and what I actually do, and I'm going back to my video marketing quick tip again, if you've watched that, you'll see that there's like splashes of blue color behind me, and I actually use the same lights for um, my Zoom calls. And basically, I bought one of those, uh, I bought a couple of them, those DJ lights that uh, they have. They have all the different color LEDs in them, and you can like dial them in. They're 15 to 25 bucks a piece. Pick up one of them. Throw it behind you. They also use it, I think, for uplighting, too. But you can buy some cheaper ones. Throw it behind you. Add a splash of color. You know, make something contrast. Maybe it's your logo color. Maybe it's, you know, a color that you identify with. Maybe you're trying to, you know, use blues, and blues are a little more calming. You know, maybe you're trying to use red. Maybe you're trying to use green. You know, you want people to buy from you. So, like, I'm going to use green. Green means go. Green means money. Buy from me. So, um, try, try experimenting with that and just, you know, adding some color that way as well. And then um, another thing, if you really want to put that icing on the cake, if you really just want to just take it to a whole nother level, I would recommend finding a way to incorporate your company colors, whether it be through that RGB light that we talked about, maybe in your art, maybe um, just painting your wall, your company colors, or one of the colors. And finding a way maybe to put your logo behind you. Um, I don't have that here because we didn't pick up a logo for the home office but I do have a light that um, I got for my birthday a couple years ago for my brother actually and he picked it up I think at Target and they're not super expensive it's one of those where you can put the letters in it and turn it on and it lights up and I hung that behind me for my zoom calls and it says flex media it can uh, it's an RGB light too so it can change colors it like has like uh, it goes to, like different colors it can just be uh, a bright white light but I have it there, sometimes I'll turn it on and it's nice. It says, you know, my company name and it just kind of makes me stand out a little bit more. So it's just that icing on the cake to really make you stand out. And then a pro tip for backgrounds, just uh, something to think about and this is what we actually do for our uh, our photo frames here. Take the glass out of your pictures. You want to take that out because you want to avoid glare from your lights. So, um, if you don't believe me, leave them in and you'll definitely see it. So try taking those out ahead of time before you hang your pictures up. This way you can see your pictures and you don't have that glare. So those are the three things that we were that I said we were going to discuss. And just to recap them, lighting, you have yourself on camera, you're standing out, you're well lit, you're not too dark. Audio, you sound good. You know, you're using a mic of some kind. So people can actually hear you better and they don't hear all this echo and all these people and, you know, what your neighbors are talking about, you know, up their driveway or even the car down the street that's being worked on in the garage. And then your background, you know, having a background that's just clean at the very simplest level, clean, but then also, you know, something that's kind of like standing out, some pops of color, maybe your company colors, you know, maybe some art, something that adds something to it. And all of these things together are really going to just make you different and make you unique. And what's cool is your background is not going to be the same as somebody else's. Your lighting might not be the same as somebody else's. Your audio, well, they buy the same microphone might be similar, but it's still going to make them look at you a little differently. You've taken the time to invest in these things. So I just feel that's important, especially if you're talking about you know, spending a lot more time on Zoom, shifting your sales, shifting your marketing, and doing it remotely. You can't be there in person. You know, when you go places in person, you would dress for success. You would give a good, firm handshake. You'd make sure you bring a good presentation. You'd make eye contact. You'd pitch. Now you have to do it from your computer. So you have to find a way to really make yourself different. So if you stuck around to the end, I told you I was going to give you some tips and tricks. And here's some tips and tricks beyond these three things that you really can start doing to just make yourself that much better. So tip number one, I tell a lot of people this, and I can't take full credit for this. I kind of did this before, but um, listening to Todd Hartley on Video Marketing Mastery, he brought this up, and I was like, man, this is a good point. Look directly at the camera when you talk to people. Imagine that camera is the person that you're talking to, that's their eye. Looking at that camera is you making eye contact. And this is going to seem weird at first. It really does. Like it took me probably a good couple weeks and I'm in front of the camera a lot to really get used to this, but I'm going to tell you it will make a difference. People will think you're making eye contact with them and it's going to help you ultimately give another impression of yourself. It's, you're going to up your Zoom game because now, you know, where everyone else is staring in the corner, like, you know, I sometimes that just drives me crazy. I'm looking at Zoom, they're staring in the corner. I'm like, what are they looking at? I know they're looking at me, but I'm like, I don't... And now I'm distracted. So looking at the camera, plus it eliminates distractions too from things going on in your desktop or around you. Look at the camera and talk to it like you're talking to that person and they're right in front of you. Put the camera at eye level. That's tip number two. Do not keep the camera too high or too low. This is not Citizen Kane. Get it at eye level. You don't want people looking up your nose or looking down at you. You want people to make eye contact with you as well, and that's going to help them do that. Be conversational. I'm trying to be conversational right now, and it's me in my home office by myself staring at my computer screen, the mic, you know, my recorder, But be conversational. Try and have a conversation. You don't be limited by being remote. Okay, it it may seem at first that you are like I'm not there, you know. And the more you do this, the easier it is. But pretend like you are. You know, forget about the distractions around you. And I really think focusing on the camera helps you do that. It makes you more present. It eliminates the distractions around you, and it makes you feel like you're there. And people, believe me when I tell you this, from the calls that I've been on and the responses I've gotten. People notice these things; they really do. So, think about doing these. Then the, uh, the last tip that I have for you uh, from tips and tricks, and this is kind of common sense, but I feel like we need to revisit this. Pay attention. And I know I've been talking about this as I've been going through these tips, but not getting distracted. But seriously, pay attention. It is so easy to get distracted when you're remote. It, it really is. You know, um, put your phone on silent. If you have an iPhone, um, if your Android does this, put it on Do Not Disturb. Don't check emails. Don't browse the web, even if you're not talking, even if you're just part of the discussion. Only browse the web if somebody asks a question. And then make sure you tell them, like, hold on a second, let me look that up. This way they know that's what you're doing. But actually, listen. Be on your A game. Be present. You wouldn't do these things if you were there in person, so don't do them on Zoom. These things will make a difference because when you pay attention... It allows you to think on your feet. It allows you to come up with solutions for your prospects, solutions for your clients. And ultimately, at the end of the day, these other three things that I talked about, they're going to help you. You know, your lighting, your audio, your background. But if you're paying attention, if you're coming up with solutions, if you're showing up for your client, I mean, that's that's really what they're looking for. And these other things that are icing on the cake, they're going to be like, man, you know, I was talking to this person, they looked good, they sounded good, they actually had a decent background, and they're working from home because I knew they were at home, and they answered my question, made eye contact with me, and on top of that, came up with two other solutions. How can we not go with this person? They're on their A game. So think about that. That's huge. So just make sure you keep paying attention. That's one thing that I feel like it's so easy to get distracted at home. So, I hope all this was really helpful to you. Um, There are just so many tips that you can apply from video production to Zoom meetings. And I don't want to overload you. Like, we could really dive in deep on lighting. We can dive in deep on audio. We could dive in deep on the background. Um, And if I threw cameras in the mix, we really could dive in deep. But that wasn't the point of this. I wanted to give you enough information so that way you can get some advice to kind of help you stand out things to start thinking about that maybe you weren't thinking about before i mean if you walk away from this with one or two tips that you start implementing maybe look at the camera more you know maybe you are positioning the window in front of you and it's not behind you anymore you know maybe you're picking up your running shoes when you get back from running and not just throwing them on the chair behind you these little things i just want them to help you out and it's important to put in the extra effort. You know, you want to close more deals. You want to make more sales. You know, it's important. That's that's the whole goal. That's what I'm trying to help people do with uh, our company, Flex Media, with this podcast, with the quick tips. I want you to be able to use video effectively so you can generate more leads. You can, you know, make more sales. You can close more deals. And that's what I want to see. I want to see great success for you During this pandemic, I want to see your business grow. I want to see it thrive. I want to see you come out on top. And I know some of you may think that this isn't a big deal. (laughs) There's zero expectation when you use Zoom. So social proof, um, you know, actually having some type of uh, uh, person I can tell you about that's using this. I have a really good friend of mine, and I'm not going to mention his name. And he works for a very large international company. I'm not going to mention their name. But they have thousands of employees and they're an international company, thousands of employees, and they're all selling remotely. This company thought it was so important to look good on camera, to up their Zoom game, to stand out from their competitors. Because when I uh, let me tell you what they sell, they have a lot of competitors. It was so important to them that they brought somebody in and trained their sales team on how to do these things on how to have better lighting, have better audio, better background, making eye contact, making sure you have a dedicated space, making sure you're paying attention. And how do I know? Because I was running through this podcast with him earlier today. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm recording my podcast later. This is what I'm talking about. And I was just hitting on these things. And he goes, we had someone come in and teach us all that As soon as the pandemic hit, this is what they had us do. We got on zoom. We were going remote. And they brought someone in to train all of us. So if a large international company with thousands of employees is willing to invest in training to up their Zoom game, it really has to make you think. If it's that important to them, shouldn't it be that important to you? So I just wanted to give you some social proof on that. I really hope you found this topic valuable. And if you like this episode and if you want to learn more, head over to LinkedIn. Send me a DM. I want to hear from you. How can we help you? What can we do better on the show? What topics do you want to hear us discuss? I mean, even if you just want to go on there and chat and talk a little bit about marketing, video, business, life during COVID-19, I'm here for you. I want to engage. I want to talk. And I want to find out how watch time, video marketing, quick tips, or flex media can help your business and your brand. As always, thanks for listening. And I'll catch you on the next podcast. Later. Thanks for listening to Watch Time. Make sure to subscribe and share the podcast and leave us feedback on today's episode. That's a wrap.